0: cliffcentral.com
1: We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang Podcast. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome to it. It is another week, another brand new episode of Life with Lebang, Of course, with myself, Labang Khosana, brought to you by cliffcentral.com. So as you know, every week we make sure that we sit down with like phenomenal people, people that are really like going against the tide, changing the game, switching it up. And today is no day different. Like, there's just something in the air, man. The vibes are good. The energy is great. And you know how we do here. Like, we make sure that at the end of this conversation, you must walk away and say, yo, wow, that is a person that I want to get to know. So I'm excited today to introduce my guest to you, who I would say is definitely doing things a little bit differently and maybe a little bit is like downplaying it. It's actually a lot differently, Uh, but it's interesting. It's interesting and it's something that I hope will inspire you. You know, the story caught my attention because, as you know, here on Life with Labang, we are like pro-positive parenting. We are pro-active parenting. And I am sitting in studio with a man who has seven children. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight Hey, my maths is off it's actually eight and that for me is so exciting it's fantastic and i just want to know more about the journey i want to know more about that kind of life i mean it can't be easy having that many kids number one and also living out your dream on the other side of the world big smuda welcome to life with labang thank you for being here how are you doing I am fine. I'm fine.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I was doing a little bit of um,
0: stalking,
1: for lack of a better word. (laughs) And, you know, I just found so many little interesting different parts of your life, which I was like, whoa. And the thing that really stood out to me was how supportive your family is in the decision that you've made to... You know, leave the States and just permanently be in South Africa and live out this part of your dream. Um, And that obviously must have played a huge role in, you know, your ability to confidently do this. So I think the first thing I want to ask is, yo, who is Big Spooder? Are we officially letting go Of Ronnie Dunn Like is it Is it over for Ronnie Dunn And is it hello Officially for Big Spooder
0: That's right Ronnie Dunn is an alias now AKA (laughs) (laughs) AKA It's Big Spooder When when I greet somebody It's gonna be Big Spooder Yeah Big Spooder all day
1: All day, every day Yeah,
0: I'm letting go of the The American stuff that's uh, I ain't even gonna touch on that But hey Mm, mm, mm. I'm letting all that be where it's supposed to be in America. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, of course that side of your life, you know, you, you went through so many different things and those things played the parts that they played for you to be here. now where you are um and specifically you know your experience in the military i found that extremely interesting because you are from a musical family with your grandfather and your father and the blues and gospel it's in your veins it's in your blood um so how did your experience at the military almost like affect your obvious love for music you know that must have played its part in one or other way
0: well in the military uh That's when I started to explore more into, like, my musical capabilities. Uh It was always my dad wanted me to do this, and my my Uh grandfather wanted me to do this. So much pressure. Uh And I'm like, man, what do I want to do? Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I started dibbling, dabbling in Uh R&B, you know what I'm saying, and then making my own little music. And then we got a, a, a shot. I don't know if you guys know the movie, um, um, with Jaru, Aaliyah, uh, Jetly, oh, yes. Romeo must Romeo die. Romeo
1: must die, of course, of course we, we, classic.
0: We we got to be we was we was offered to be on that soundtrack. Oh to wow to do two songs. Wow. We got an advance. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We was working on the music, then our producer mm. He took the money and went to Jamaica, what? took the copyrights of my music. What? And I, I was young. I didn't know nothing.
1: Oh, no. And it
0: discouraged me so much that I, I stopped doing music, period.
1: That 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 sucks. That yeah. must have really been difficult. Yeah, um it was. Especially, like, if you're young and you are excited about this journey of music that you started. And that's a major opportunity yeah. to be given, you know, to be... Apparently, like, you know, you could be, this could have been the thing that really kick everything for you. All the way up. Oh, man, that's that sucks a lot. But when you're looking back now and you're completely on the other side of it, would you say that, you know, that kind of had to happen for a reason? Um, you know, obviously, at the time when you were experiencing it, it for it to get to a point where you're like, you know what, screw music, I'm done, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. It must have been very, very tough. But now, what does that like? Twenty-three years ago or something? Yeah. Looking back, would you say that you understand why that had to happen the way that it did?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I definitely understand. You can't beat God's timing, mm. you know. Back then, I was young, ambitious, but I was reckless as sure. well. You know, young people we always. You always want to go, 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 go. Sure. And not looking at the fine print. But Mm. now that I'm older, more mature, Mm. I can see stuff coming before it even comes. Sure, sure. When you're trying to rough me up with a contract and just put zeros there, and then you don't think I'm going to read the fine print. Mm. Back then, Mm.
1: you would have got me. Mm. Now,
0: nah, you can't get me.
1: You can't get Big Spooda. He's learned. yeah. Yeah. I love that, dude. I love that. You know what's interesting? I was actually chatting to some friends yesterday about why this keeps happening in the music industry. Because even here at home, there's a lot of artists who still struggle with the thing of getting a contract. They get an advance, you know, management Mm -hmm. and the record labels will put cars in their own names and houses in their own names and just kind of throw money at the artists. And the artist, like, excitingly just says yes to everything. They just sign the contract and they just go... Like a year later, they're like, actually, I feel like I'm being played. Yeah. You know, then they try to fight with the record. Like it's it's an age old thing that keeps happening that for whatever reason, I don't know, it kind of feels like artists keep making the same mistake. Yeah. Like years and years later, even though there's been proof that read the contract, cats are just out here still not reading the mm. contract out of excitement. Why, in your opinion, why do you think that's still happening?
0: Because, uh, I mean, when you come from nothing and then you finally get an opportunity to have something, mm. you're so excited about, hey, I get to come up. I get to be like the Joneses now. Uh. I get to buy this new car that I wanted, you know, mm. by my mama, you know. Mm. And so you you just looking at that. You're not looking at but. With me being more mature now, mm. I've I've paid bills. I didn't have businesses. I didn't I didn't went through all this stuff. To I know what you need to look for now. Sure. So now you take your time and you assess the whole situation before for you sure. just jump.
1: For sure, you know what I'm saying. For Sure,
0: and they keep on doing it because hey, when when you don't have nothing and you're ready to get something, mm. you're going for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the distractions are, are minimal because you you. You focused, you focused, right?
1: Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I, I would advise all young artists watching and listening to the show right now, please read the fine print. If you don't understand anything that's being said in the contract, find somebody that does. Um and also we live in a different era now as well yeah. where social media and the internet allows artists to just be independent the whole time right. and do that so confidently and it works for some for some that's of right. them, you know. Um so, yeah, just some some advice on the side. Yeah. So, Big Spuda, you know, let's. I want to know when the love for South Africa began. I know that you came to visits two years ago and you were like, oh, my word, this place is amazing. Um, you know, you were living in the States at the time and Uncle Waffles was coming up and now Tyler's yeah. killing yeah. it. So, yeah. clearly, yeah. South Africa's where it's at. Yeah. Uh, I can say that, like, it's confidently, definitely. you know what definitely. I mean? But you decided that you want to really... You plant yourself here and stay here. Yeah. That is a big decision to make. Yeah. Um, you know, father, son, brother. You've got an amazing family support structure at home. I've seen some of the lives you do with your with your family. I'm always like, yeah. damn, this yeah. looks so cool. Why would you leave that all behind?
0: I've always I've always been the type to not do what everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying, and 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 I'm a man of faith, uh, and God said, "Hey, if you if you go to Africa, I'll, I'll sustain you and I'll make you successful." Uh, so with blind faith, I just left, and my family. I'm I'm a man. You know what I mean? I'm. A, I, I always label myself as a king. You know, I'm not. Sure. I'm not answering to nobody. Like I, I told my family, "Hey, this is what's this is what's up." In order for legacy to happen, for me to get to the next level, Mm. I have to do something different. Mm. I can't keep doing, since we landed here 400 years ago, doing the same repetitive thing, thinking something different is going to change. No, I got to do something different. Mm. And so with blind faith, I left and I knew God was going to sustain me. And here we is, you know.
1: Here you are. And how's your stay been so far? I mean coming to visit South Africa is completely different to now being here 24-7. I mean, now you have to get accustomed to our foods and um, the energy out here, the people, the vibe. I mean, we are the capital of fun, yes. <laughs> you know, like we are the yes. capital of groove and yes. good times. Yes. Um, so you quickly you kind of pick up on that and you have to get with it. What would you say um, has been like the biggest, almost like culture shock for you where, you know, you kind of grew up in the States, and now you are, like, permanently in S.A. This, this is the other side of the world.
0: Obviously, low shit. <laughs> I'm not going to stunt. I'm not going to stunt at all. This low shit and stuff, man.
1: It, it sometimes
0: made me want to be packing my bags and go to, back home. Because, <laughs> man, it's wow. depressing being in the dark for so long so many periods of time and every day consistently and then you got to decide okay do i buy an inverter or do i just rock it out do i buy a generator or rock it out i had to get one <laughs> yeah look welcome
1: to south africa <laughs> i like i'm so mad that like that's the thing
0: that <laughs> man that's a shock that is totally a shock cuz yeah. you're not used to being in the dark mm. you you in the dark so and then sometimes they'll take it to like Four hours, bro. All your electricity off. Your refrigerator, your air con. everything is mm. off. Man, like this is inhumane.
1: It certainly is. It definitely is. But the the worst part about it is that at the end of the month, that electricity bill is still the same. It, I don't the math
0: that. is not mathing. Yeah, it's definitely not math. Right? Not at all. I like not don't get all. it.
1: And the thing is, like with with most South Africans, I, I just don't think we get angry enough. We are complaining on the show right now. People are on Twitter right now. They're online. They're all upset about the same thing. But I don't really see many people standing up and saying, ah, I've got a solution. Let's march to the doors. And like, we're just kind
0: of letting it happen, if you know what I mean. And see, and that that's surprising to me because when I first, when I was looking at South Africa from before Mm. I always saw South Africans Standing up for sure. Stuff that affects them They stand up for it And they in the streets sure. Riding They doing what they gotta do To get that attention And mm. get that t- So the, I was like Okay I like how they do that The Ubuntu Yeah Oh I love that word Yeah like, That's powerful
1: Doesn't it just Also just sound like a nice word Like yes. Ubuntu
0: yes. It's like sexy yes. It's got yes. a ring yes. to it Right I Love it
1: And it is great Theoretically on paper Ubuntu is amazing when you feel it in the air, it's great. Like There's a big brotherhood and sisterhood that I think every South African is just born with. But to your point, absolutely, yes. Um, we were once a people that would stand up for our rights and go to the streets and march and demand better... Human rights and such. Mm. And I think over time, just things have changed so much. And um, historically, young South Africans from, like, the 76s and those eras mm. were almost like the benchmark for what it is like to be a young South African fighting for your rights. Yeah. And now they are no longer the young people. They are, like, our parents OGs. now. They're, they're the OGs. We are now a technology-fied... You know, generation, and our kids are a digital vi mm. five generation. They're not really the type to go out on the streets. they're the type to be typing on their phones yeah, though. do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. um so there's there's a lot of there's a lot to be said about um how that has changed over the years, but you're here now, um you know living in Danefern. Like, let's let's start with that because like, I was like, Danford is definitely Lonnie. It's like lawney. Lawney. It's like fancy. Posh. That's, they say posh, posh area. Yeah, it's like yeah. the suburbs, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. if you want to get in, you need a code and you need this. Yeah. You can't just waltz in. <laughs> the security there is mad tight. You know, yeah. it's, do, do you think, you know, and having performed in Soweto and other parts of, um you know, Johannesburg, when you see how really different the land is and how different people like live, would you say that you are still getting like a real true South African experience by living in Danefern where the walls are like super
0: yeah. high and the security's yeah. crazy. Electric, electric fences. Hey, Bro. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, how can I say this? It's, it's safe. Yeah, it's 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 a safety element. You know what I'm saying? That that has you secure mm. in your mind. You know what I mean? When you walk out, you can walk. But then at the same time, I don't like living there. Oh, word. Nah. Okay. I, I I'm when I say I I'd rather be amongst my people. Sure. Not not too deep, like in the in the hood, hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm I didn't got away from East St. Louis to get away from the hood. You don't go to go from one to to hood to another hood. nah. <laughs> I, I just wanna I want to be around people sure. like I'm an artist. I want to play my music. Mm. I wanna I want to see people out, Brian. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Having a vibe like black yeah. people have. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And when you're around, other. people, other people, yeah, it's, it's it's not like that. It's not like that at and all. And you don't get that, and it's complaining, complaining, sure. complaining, sure. complaining, complaining, and that makes it so uncomfortable. And it mm. make me think about civil rights, apartheid. Mm. I don't even, I don't even know if I can get into that stuff. But I'm, 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 I'm black. Sure, I'm black, black. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, I'm saying I'm, I want to, I'm proud of my people, and sure. I stand up for my people. So I love that. You know,
1: yeah. I completely agree with you as far as like when you are an artist and a creative, we 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 need to be around each other. Like yes. we feed off each other's energies Energy and
0: vibes.
1: Dude, like that thing is so priceless. Like that ability, like you always you almost know when you're with your people.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And what's interesting for me is that you are now with your people in a completely different sense, right? How would, what are some of the similarities would you say, um, between African Americans and South Africans? Because for whatever reason of late, when you're like on Twitter and on social media, there's a lot of back and forth. African Americans are, you know, kind of not really understanding a lot of what's going on this side and vice versa as well. Right. Us as the South Africans, we also don't really know exactly. Uh, but you're kind of positioning yourself as a bit of a middleman, you yeah. know, like somebody who obviously has a grip on, you know, the AA side of life and now you're here. So you can kind of maneuver both. What would you say are the biggest similarities between
0: these two groups of people who are essentially the same, yeah. exactly the yeah, same person. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to bridge that gap, mm. you know, with, with, with my, my YouTube channel and my music, mm. you know what I'm saying? Between two Ks and mature people mm. and, and then African Americans and, and Africans period, South Africans, you know, it's, it's the similarities like are are vast, hip-hop sure oof R b jazz all y'all 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 do those Sunday Sunday morning uh chill vibes yeah we do that too you yeah. know what I mean like uh like black people just are vibe everywhere you know and, mm. and and I just like what's what's the apartheid and the civil rights mm. you know what I'm saying we got so much stuff in common we sure. just don't know they don't know this side that y'all driving. Cars Period
1: Yeah I mean They, 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 they think, think we're lions. Right, lions Yeah 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 Yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's simple It's so simple you would think That we don't think Like that But that's what We've been taught Sure Just like y'all Been taught Uh Everybody say, oh, I thought this was like this. Nah, man, that's the movies. Mm. Everything, yeah, y'all be seeing this from movies and entertainment and Mm. think we live like Hollywood. Nah, it's a hood out there. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Police is bad, but it's not. It's just, it's a lot of stuff that's been said that the middleman has always portrayed to us. Telling y'all one thing, telling us one thing. Mm. So now I'm like, hey, with the middleman out, we telling our own story, sibling to sure, sibling. Sure, We talking to each other. and We finding out, dang, we a lot alike.
1: We are very similar.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah we like, we melanated people. Hey. Bro,
1: it, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, bruh. Like, as long as there's some melanin up in the building, it's going to be a good time. That's right. It's going to be right. a great time. That's it's going right. to shake. That's right. And, like, that's that.
0: That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And yeah. they come in here. Being part of the majority, Mm, mm. that is, man, that's incredible. Yeah. I have never felt that.
1: Of course. So coming
0: here to to be part of the majority and I go to the doctor. I seen a doctor that was black. Yeah. A female doctor at that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? You don't don't run into that that much there. Mm -hmm. They're there, but I I haven't ran into it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Running into uh, your... Whoever you call to do services, they black. Lawyer, black. Sure. Everybody black. Mm -hmm. Business is black. You know, I love that.
1: It's nice, right?
0: Uh, It's lovely.
1: I think, like, as you, you know, get more and more immersed into the culture and more and more immersed into what life in South Africa is truly like, you will see that, you know— black people in South Africa have truly fought for these positions. You know, Mm -hmm. it took a while for us to get here. You know, it didn't happen overnight. The fact that we can be lawyers and doctors and all of those have hold spaces in those professions, uh, did take a while, but definitely we are still fighting, you know, it's an Mm -hmm. ongoing, it's like a journey, uh, like with most things, we're not there yet where we'd like to be because the truth of the matter is, um, you know, from a monetary perspective, a lot of those industries the bulk of the f- the money in those industries are still reserved for non-black people right that's the sad part of it right. so it's great to see the lawyers and the doctors and the you know that part is exciting but as far as like earning potential and opportunities we are so far away from the goal we have a long way to go. Yeah. But we'll definitely get there, you know, yeah. provided we we grow together and we stay together and not fight yeah. each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, which will also take a while but
0: same yeah. same in the United States. Mm. Same in the United States, but but all that stuff is starting to change. Definitely. With the with the migration of of uh African Americans starting to come to Africa now. Sure. They they God had made a call in 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 He's calling his people home.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And it's and you can see it. Yeah. And you can't stop it. For sure. You can't stop it. It's like, it's, it's, in time, it's going to be a real life Wakanda.
1: Oh, I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm absolutely here for that. I, I actually have met quite a couple of Americans who have just moved to South Africa. And it's kind of the same... You know, theme which is I want to come back home. You know, like I need to be reconnected to the motherland, that's and right. it's it it's almost like a calling all the time. That's right. Would you describe that with the decision you made as well? That it was like a calling, and it was more spiritual than anything else. That's
0: that's exactly what it was. I mean, I've been I've been having Africa in my soul since I was a kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and I said, I know one day I'm gonna come here. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know when. But I know I'ma come. Mm. You know, and then one day when I asked God, I was sitting there like, God, what's my purpose? Sure. Am I am I only gonna be a retired veteran? You know, mm. with, with kids and taking care of my kids every day and just mm. putting them first all the time. Like, mm. what's my purpose? I don't know how to use my hands. I'm not an electrician and I'm not a carpenter. Mm. I don't know how to do none of that. Like, I went to college, got a couple of degrees, and I'm not using them. Mm. Like, what am I What am I going to do? Sure. And then he said, Africa. Yeah. And then I, I started looking deeper into Africa, and then I, my, my boys started sending me stuff on, on South Africa From the real What's the real South Africa mm. It's a travel uh um, Like a travel agency sure. and, and I started looking up stuff on them and, and they was like bro You might as well just come on a trip with us mm. And then I came man And when I stepped foot on Africa's soil I felt like my ancestors just grabbed me it was like baby you here And we got you Wow. We gonna take care of you And then wow. I grounded they told me to ground myself to the land. Mm. And once I did that, man, I felt this euphoric feeling and and I knew that this is where I needed to be.
1: Sure. That is that sounds very special. Um, it sounds real and it sounds like this is, you know, this is your lived experience that is in line with, you know, what your purpose is. And I know what it feels like to not know what your purpose is. And yeah. um, as a parent especially, you can't pin your purpose on that. It can't be, I'm here to raise kids and that's what my purpose is. That is a part of your purpose. Right. But there's definitely, you know, something that you yourself still have to do. That's and right. You can't run away from that feeling. It's in you and it'll always be in you until you act
0: on it. Do something.
1: Do something. It. So step one is you acted on it and here you are. You know... When I heard that you have seven slash eight kids, now I know it's eight, right? Yeah, it's eight. <laughs> that 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 is beautiful. Um I've got five of my own, five slash six. So I I definitely get the whole vibe of like big family unit vibes. Like kids are kids are amazing. They're yeah. a huge, huge blessing. And that must have been difficult to not be able to come this side with them. Like my first thought was where the kids at? <laughs> like where are the babies and where are they? And I then realized that ah, again, this is a journey. And it's like you're here first and then and then and then. That's so right. how how was how was it leaving them? Because I know that you you were you're a present dad. You know, you're involved in their lives. You're not a deadbeat, hallelujah. Yeah. Um and now you are on the other side of the world. So yeah. what what was that like, especially from a practicality perspective?
0: It was it was very, 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 very difficult. Mm. But like I said, I'm a man of faith and I knew God was gonna make sure everything was gonna be okay. Mm. But it was hard getting my kids and their mothers to understand the vision that God gave me. Mm. You know, I can't expect them to understand because God didn't give them the vision. Sure. He gave it to me. Sure. So me trying to tell them hey they they they're used to having daddy around every day cuz I had custody of my kids. Mm. They lived with me, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I had joint custody of my kids and I have grown up kids. I got grandbabies. Mm. You know, I had to leave all that behind, mm. but I knew that if God say move, you move. Sure. And I and I knew he was going to fulfill his promises and I had to just have blind faith and know that Part of what I want for my kids is legacy.
1: Hundred percent.
0: I want. I want to. When I'm dead and gone, and I'm no longer here, mm. what mark have I left on this earth, and what have I left for my kids? Exactly. So exactly. if I keep on doing the same thing in the United States, just sitting and rotting away, I'm not. I'm not doing nothing for them. Mm. But if I come to Africa and see what God got in store for me, who mm. knows? He says, sustainment and successful. Mm. And I'm thinking it's gonna be for my YouTube me traveling as a single black man showing people the diaspora mm, what Africa mm. really looks like sure. and then write my book from that and yeah. that's how I was going to be successful yeah. i didn't know music was going to come sure i lost my voice from covid mm. you know but when i got to africa i, I, I my voice came back mm. and i was out of the writer's block sure so it's about legacy
1: 100% and would you say you know your kids have also inherited the talent um, of music because if that's the case I mean great <laughs> you know because then the legacy can be like right up your alley yeah. and um, you know I mean I think most parents you know want our kids to do what we do although we should allow them to do what they want to do have any of them inherited the gift
0: yes my oldest son he's 22 mm-hmm. he he sings and raps a little bit oh nice uh, my Fifteen year old daughter, she sings. Wow. My twelve year old daughter sings and my ten year old son. He be he sing but he's so shy. You know what I mean? But they they got it. They just They shy like they dad is, you know what I mean. But I'm getting out of that, so hopefully it'll pass to them and they get out of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's enough kids to start a band.
0: You know what I'm saying? Hey, we was trying. We was (laughs) trying. We got, we had. I got a uh, piano. I got a guitar, drums, Mm -hmm. all that in the garage, and we be tampering with it and stuff. Oh man, yeah. Nah,
1: that's that's really nice. Do, Do you think? that as part of your plan and as part of God's plan to bring you here um you know there could be a possibility that the kids could come this side especially the younger ones uh, and come and live with you here and you know continue to to grow up but like just in a different country
0: yeah that that is definitely part of it that is the Main plan. Oh yeah, I'm doing all this to get my kids here because I want to show them that God didn't just make America. Sure, God made a continent specifically for you mm. and melanated people. Mm. This is where you 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 can be something that you can't be there. Sure, you know, sure. there's so many restrictions. I I, don't, I don't, I'm trying not to go into that that race part, but I want my kids to see that there's that something different there in Africa for them mm. it's spiritual mm. it's magical mm. your, your ancestors that you didn't even know you was linked with sure they here waiting on you sure and you can be whatever you want to be you know when you're part of the majority yeah and making that change and being part of us taking back Africa sure as black people 100% that- I want my kids to be a part of that
1: no I I think they're very lucky that they have a father who can identify that as so important because you know, at, at such tender ages, 10, 15, etc., it's so important to see other people that look like you in certain positions. That's right. Positions of power, mm. positions of leadership. Mm. You know, when you grow up and you see that, you go, damn, that could be me. Mm. I can make it too. Versus only seeing, you know, your fellow brothers and sisters like some like here, yeah, we're all just yeah. and this is all we're good for. Yeah. And definitely not yeah there is so much more that I believe that brown people can achieve That's right. It's in our hearts, it's in our blood. The thing that's holding us back is our minds because that's we've right. been told different. That's right. and sadly, we just believe what we're told That's right. But if we seek the answers within ourselves, they're right there for us.
0: that's right. Let's not get too deep. Let's not right, get too deep. Can, I can get into bro, that. I can get definitely into bro, that.
1: Bro, me, me too. I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, my producer's going to kill me because he's like, keep it to the music. Talk about the music. I'm just like, um, yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> but I mean, let's touch on the music because I mean, ultimately that, that, that is a big part of your story. Um, yeah, yeah. And again, like you, you've got the gift. You have an amazing voice that you are now redefining the genre of ama piano yeah. i don't even like i heard i heard the motherland song i was like this isn't really piano though this is something completely different it's different it's somewhat of a cocktail you know there's yeah. a little bit of this a little bit of that hey, it's like there's a lot is, going on yeah. but in such a beautiful way yeah. did that just happen naturally like did you just walk into the studio and sing and it just came out of you or were you like did you strategize and sit and say i'm going to put Twenty percent blues, twenty percent R and B, fifty percent deep. How did that come about?
0: It just it, it just it just happened organically like that, you know. And and when when it came out, it was like, damn, this is a different sound, mm-hmm. you know. And then from there, we start working on it, and we come up with piano deep because mm-hmm. it's piano, a little bit of piano. But it's that deep bag of R and B, mm. blues, jazz, mm. Afro, electric, and it's a deep bag. And you never know what kind of well you reach into that bag, you don't know what's gonna come out. Sure. But it's gonna be a merge merger of, of of cultures like and all kinds of sounds and, and, and mainly with the, the the bass and the beat. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's I just I just wanna give the mature crowd. Yes. That's on the fence of like ah like I'm a piano but it's kind of mm. you know what I'm saying? It's for the kids. It's for, it's, it's for the 2K, sure, you know what I sure, mean? Sure, sure, sure. So I'm like, ah, I want to make something that the 2K is like and the mature crowd like. Mm. And so that's where you come get the piano deep.
1: Piano deep. I mean, yeah. it's it sounds really good. It sounds almost moving and when I hear it I'm like there's definitely a very strong obviously vocal ability but like a history of blues and jazz and R&B yeah. like you feel it off the bat That's right. especially the vocals that's like right. I can just take out the vocals and remove the beat and still feel so connected to it Um, yeah. and I think that's so important because yeah. that's how we connect with the music that's you right. know as the audience we connect with you as the artist by consuming your talents and the project that you offer and I'm excited to see you know what other where you're gonna go like with this I think uh, because you're starting so strong with you know why you're here your purpose is is speaking for itself it's you know you're living it mm. i'm I'm quite stoked um to see what you can turn it into um your timing is impeccable that's for sure because like the whole world is looking at at africa right now that's right never mind africa south africa there's like a spotlight on that's us right everybody wants to know what we're gonna do that's um right. musically we're killing it uh, sports wise we are just done with everyone yes it's almost like there's a magic here
0: that's what I'm saying so
1: you saw that and you're like hey man this is my it's my, my time it's my yeah. time
0: you know and, and it, it wasn't even something that I was looking for I, 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 music was nowhere in my plans at all when mm. I moved here mm. mind you like COVID had took my voice so I was done with music So so for music to come and and then I met Lemohan Shaga, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And we I made Motherland in his house, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Who who gets to come to another country, meet one of the biggest actors mm-hmm. no, in amazing. South Africa? Sure. And then he 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 liked the song so much. He he say, "Bro, I see this and I feel it." He's mm-hmm. like, "Bro, do you mind if I direct your music video?" Wow. For for that to wow, it's nothing but God.
1: I was about to say, like, Nothing show me, tell God. me you're God without saying I'm God. That is exactly yeah,
0: it. yeah. And I, and I, I didn't even plan on this. We just, mm. we just put on a beat and just started going. Yeah. And he was like, bro, you, you in the motherland. Yeah. And I just came over the lyrics from there and asked my boys, can you sing this in your language? Mm. And so that's how we, we put motherland together. Oh man, that is so dope.
1: That is like, that's such a nice story, man. It, you do you feel like you're you're in the right place at the right time? Is is this what you're supposed to be doing one hundred percent?
0: Yes. I, I definitely feel like this is the right time because like you said, South Africa's hot right now. Oh yeah. And it is it's nothing is by chance. God orchestrated this whole thing. Oh yeah. You know, so so I'm happy to be in this space with South Africa as it's growing and the the spotlights on you guys. So I can I can gain a little bit of that while I'm while I'm here, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad it's, it's 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 God's purpose.
1: I love that man. I'm I'm very happy for you. I'm very excited um, for what you're still gonna do. So like, what what's the future plans looking like? You know, is there is there something that you can share with us today? Is it all one big surprise? Are you just like moving with the spirit? Wherever you go, you'll go. Um, you know, like. What are you what can you share with us as far as like your future plans for being big spuda in South Africa?
0: Well, um, I got a track that's coming out called Gue. Okay. And it's, it's more of a like a love kind of kind of ballad, you mm-hmm. know. And it's um it's uh mixed mixed by Cuba. Okay. DJ Cuba Hictic and his little brother Cassie. Mm-hmm. He produced it. Mm. So we're we about to put that out at around, you know what I'm saying, at the end of December maybe. Sure, sure. And then we're going to make a music video to that. Mm. And um, I just hope people just like the the, deep, the the piano deep style that I'm trying to give people. Mm. I, I want them to feel the music. Mm. I want them to feel the vibe, the ambience of the music just grabbing you and... You know, taking you to another space. You know? Yeah. So that's that's what's coming up.
1: That's very exciting. Um. So we've got more music to look forward to and just really get to know you. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, as a South African American. That's right.
0: That's right. Bad. That's what I call it. South African American. <laughs> I'm a South African American to the core.
1: I love yeah. it. I love it. Oh man. Um. If somebody's listening and they want to connect with you and. Maybe they just want to, you know, check out your stuff or, you know, stalk you like I did earlier. <laughs> Whatever the case is, uh, where can people find you online and how can they connect with you?
0: Okay, uh, my Facebook and my Instagram handles, you can reach me at Spoo D-U-N-N, Spoo Dunn. Uh, That's on Facebook and Instagram. And then you can check out some of my stuff on uh, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. And it's Red's Great Eight. Yeah. It's R-E-D apostrophe S. Great, the word great. And then in quotations, the letter eight. Yeah. Red's Great Eight. And um, that's how you'll be able to follow me and see some of my stuff. Love it. Yeah. Love it.
1: No, very exciting things. It seems like there's a there's a bright future for you here um, in South Africa as far as, you know, adding spice into these genres, evolving as well as an artist, yeah, um, yeah. hopefully working with more, uh, like a nice array of South African artists as well. Yes, I know friend. you want to work with Zakes Bandwini. Bad. Bro, he's so fire. Um, I actually watched his performance live two days ago I was just in awe, man. I was like, damn, this guy's so good. And he's just one of so many. Yeah. He is one of so, so many. The talent here is so raw. Yeah. It is rich. It is pure. And, you know, the more you collaborate with young artists, the more you grow as well um, yourself as an artist. So I do wish that. That happens for you, and that you also keep connecting with the right people who believe yeah. in what you're doing. Um, and yeah, I also hope your kids will make it this side as well, uh, man. That would be amazing, yeah. definitely amazing.
0: I'm manifesting that. That's been the, the goal since day one. Mm. When I left, I told them, "Daddy gonna make some of itself, and I'm coming to get y'all." Sure. You know what I'm saying? And sure. they they ready. They ready. Sure. But I'm just waiting for everything to line up as is and then I'm going to get my babies mm. you know so they can be here celebrating South Africa with me yeah
1: yeah, yeah. like you said God's timing right that's right that's, that's right alright <laughs> <laughs> right. Spuda Sbuciso Sbu Dan aka formerly known as Ronnie Dan yeah, you know boy, like <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with me today Um, I think you know the, the audience is as is, is excited as I am as far as like what you're trying to do and as far as just bridging that gap between right. Africa Americans and South Africans. That's you know, right. we are all one. Right. Um, you know, the African continent is the biggest continent on planet earth That's they won't right. teach you
0: that in school I was about to say I was about to say that'll be going into the rabbit hole and when Bro, you go you can't get out uh, you can't get out
1: and you know also once once you start you'll stay there That's for right. a while because there's so, so much, much so much maybe we should do like a part two interview yeah,
0: yeah, where I'm we put
1: it. the music aside and now we're just talking about real life things I'm with it right I
0: love that if you know me I love talking about God and I go in the bag.
1: Oh, yeah. I go in the bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So we're going to make sure that that happens just so that we can also just pick your brain about some of the things that African-Americans are taught about Africa, some of those misconceptions, Mm. some of Mm. those um, theories and stereotypes, which ultimately, like, most of them are false. And even for us as well, like, the things that... We as South Africans are taught about African-Americans and, yeah. you know, things that end up making us fight online for absolutely no reason.
0: Yeah. And that's why we need to start having these conversations mm. with one another. Oh, yeah. Instead of a middleman telling these propaganda. Look at us. You know, yeah. You hear me. <laughs> I feel hey, you. I feel what, you. That's what's needed. But, yeah. but with my music. I'm, I want to help bridge that gap, mm. make these conversations easier to have. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Then people start looking like, damn, we do got a lot in common.
1: Exactly, exactly. So
0: it's all the bickering and fuss and delete.
1: <sighs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Let's cancel all of that yeah. and just have like one focus, which is that we are one. We, you know, as long as you, you have it in you, you you'll realize that, there's no point of us arguing. You know, it doesn't matter if the plates on Thanksgiving aren't looking as colorful as your plates. Like, there's sure, but like we actually are all the same.
0: Yes. And we
1: are one. And once we do that, I feel like we can conquer the world. I really... Nothing
0: to be able to stop us.
1: Bro, nothing nothing and no one. Like, if we can get strong mentally, oh man, the white man is going to run.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's why I said a real life Wakanda, a real life Wakanda. That that can be done, Mm. but we got to get we got to get the the principalities. Hey, we got to get it right first.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's why you're here. That's why Big Spooda is in the house, and these are some of the things that you'll work on through your music, right? right? And I think that's great. I'm really really looking forward to watching you grow in the South African market, and also, you know, seeing you successfully. Bridge that gap um, yeah. and position yourself as that guy. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Man, thank you for having. And me. thank you at home for taking the time to hang out with us. I truly hope you're inspired. You know, I hope if anything, like what you should take away from this conversation is that, you know, we are a big world. There's a globe. There's a whole earth full of billions of people. But it doesn't matter which part of the world you're from. Like we, we are humans. We are people at the end of the day. And that love that we have for one another as people should be the most important thing. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, where you're from, what you eat, what you don't eat. As long as we are people, that Ubuntu should be the thing that builds you and guides you everywhere you go. Thank you. So we'll see you next week, same time, same place. And as always, from myself, Leban Kosana, love and light. Peace Cliffcentral.com